0: Welcome to the next installment of the SQS News Podcast Series where we interview newsmakers and discuss the news and applications relevant relevant to the global unmanned technologies community. I'm your program host, Patrick Egan. I think this is like episode 119. Let's say hello, as we always do in all of the previous episodes, to our uh, co-host, Mr. Gene Robinson. (laughs)
1: Hello, Mr. Patrick. I am... uh traveling today, so excuse my line if I have a little bit of uh, background noise here, traveling through the hinterlands of Oklahoma, about to cross the Red River back into home territory, but uh, hello, I am here and happy to be here.
0: Well, I'm ready for, uh, to sing that got Guthrie uh, Red River Valley song. Maybe you could close <laughs> the show.
1: But no. uh, oh, yeah, I right. Know. Yeah. <laughs> You don't want to hear me sing any time. You would close the show permanently. All right.
0: Five drink minimum. Okay, so, you know, uh, you're you're going down the road. um, So, you know, some news stories. I know that you're driving, but, uh, you know, so did you see the big story today is the basically what we're calling. (laughs) It's like a a, a full
1: uh, data breach over there at DJI. Did you see that? Yeah, you know, I don't know if it was so much a data breach, but it was uh, a a pretty telling expose, if you will, of all of the sorts of information that come out of a system that uh, is recording things. Uh, I think the most important aspect of it is, is that there was all sorts of what we in the industry call PII, which is personally identifiable information that was a shocker to me
0: yeah well i mean i've i've been talking uh, to kevin he's calling okay he's calling it the dji full infrastructure compromise um i have you know i, I do uh on the twitter with uh kevin and i have been aware of some of this i haven't been aware of all of it but uh, i knew it was bad um some people were kind of um Let's say beating up on me Or or trying to uh, Put a little lipstick on the pig That I was still talking about Just the Chicom's deal And the data going back to China And I tried to tell people It was was bigger than that And this is kind of what I was alluding to Um, I mean I don't know You know the the people copies Of people's government ID um, The guy's identification From the Chinese police um, somebody's driver's license from uh, Arizona, and also we have people's um, email records from flight logs with the .gov handles and the .mil <laughs> records are exposed. I mean, to me, this is this is pretty serious, especially if any of this stuff is being done in uh, areas that let's say are sensitive or classified. What do you think, Gene?
1: Yeah, I, I. I... I'm with you on the .mil and .gov stuff. That was uh, pretty much a shocker, too. And, and uh, if it didn't detail why we should be concerned about it, uh, people really aren't paying attention because that's significant.
0: It's really significant. The other
1: thing I'm going to say is, is the, uh, the U.S.
0: team. I mean, uh, I, I know even, uh, you know, speaking to Kevin about this over the last, uh, oh, I don't know, six weeks or whatever, that I felt like he was being uh, manipulated, personally, that's what I got out of the deal, or kind of played, if you will, by the uh, DJI's U.S. team. And I really believe he tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he did a little bit of smack talking, and he was smack, like, well, you know, I don't know if you should play that. He kind of uh, bristled at me calling them the toy company and things like that. But uh, the proof's in the pudding. And this looks really bad uh, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you there. I, but, you know, as, you know, I'm just calling it the way I see it. Yeah, but, do it. Uh, the, the Chinese have always ripped us off, you know, they, they are great. And they're they're great at uh, plagiarizing stuff and copying stuff and reverse engineering and and that's been the way it's been forever in a day and uh this is no different and now they're trying to up the sophistication game by going into a bit of cyber bullying uh and uh you know i talked with kevin and and the guy is a smart guy i mean he, he's got a big old brain in there and uh, if you read the emails, he was trying to be as helpful as he possibly could, and uh, kept it pretty low key until they started getting a little, you know, snarky with him, as he says. So uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just not really
0: surprised. Well, you know, I'm not only gonna, you know, I mean, the other thing here is, is I don't think it's only just. I, I, I have to say that I, I'm the U.S. team has has really done. A really poor job, and I'm gonna kind of leave it at that. Let people read the article. It's up at SUS News. You can read it for yourself. It's how many pages did you say? It's like 18 pages. Um, the full article uh, that Kevin wrote, yeah, report and, that he did.
1: Yeah, but it, it's got a lot of pictures. So you know, if you like looking at pictures of uh, some really interesting uh, email exchanges, that's what's in it, and uh, highly recommend it. So you at least be educated and see what we're doing. Right.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, and, and uh, what you're dealing with, I think, you know, well, that's a, another podcast for another time as far as the progression of DJI and where they've been and where they're going. But uh, I don't want to get too too far off track because we have our guest today is uh, Mr. Craig David Inco, and he uh, is part of the World UAV Federation. And I want to bring him on and start talking about that. Craig, could you please introduce yourself to the audience, uh, maybe with a little bio about yourself and how you got involved with unmanned aircraft systems? Sir. Yes. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Patrick. And uh, hello, Gene.
2: Um, uh, My name is Craig Davidenko, and I've been involved with the uh, UAS industry for, for a little over five years now um and uh, started out uh, uh founding um dronemedia.com which is the largest uh, digital media platform uh on the globe for uh UAVs and, and drones if you will uh so that that quickly grew into um uh, you know a plethora of, of other contacts and and other capabilities uh and and leads me to where I am now and um just recently got back from a trip from china and um you know was was appointed uh, with uh, an appointment to the world uav federation and um you know China I heard gene talking and 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 you know that there there are two different chinas uh you know now um there was uh you know the china that that wanted to, copy everything and, and uh duplicate everything if you will and uh and, and sell it as their own but, but there's a there's a new China out there that's actually you know uh could care less what DJI is doing and really wants to beat DJI and feels mm. underhanded uh by DJI and um and so you know the World UAV Federation is a conglomerate of different countries. Obviously, around the globe, and um, it is all started there in Shenzhen China, to where um, you know, China, Xinjiang, China is the, uh, ground zero for UAVs and uh, drones worldwide. And and so I'm happy to be a part of that. And it's it's um, you know there's there's a lot of information over here in the states that people just don't understand. And, and really, uh, you know, have have diluted the the industry with uh, with some of their investments and and some of their um, information or misinformation, if you will. So well, it's it's
1: really important
2: to be over there.
1: Let's compartmentalize this a little. Well, one Go thing ahead, I dude. would well, I would like to I would like to say is uh, uh, Craig. I was also I went to Shenzhen last year. And um, they are very hard, industrious, working people. There is no question about that. And you are correct. The, the, the Guangdong area is, uh, you know, unmanned central. We, we went and visited probably three or four different manufacturers over there who expressed a great deal of interest for us to carry their products. But, you know, I, and I just say by and large, uh it it's uh you know, the the old way of doing business is still in in effect. And yeah, I it's it's very good to hear that there's the, the second part of China there that you talked about, but really we just uh you know, we we have to be wary and that's kind of the, the cautionary tale that I wanted to put up there more than anything else. Well, no, most definitely.
2: I, it, I i I agree with that. It's um it it it's it, there definitely is uh you know there's a there's a speed bump when you're dealing with business um you know outside the gates of the US uh you know so in any country you go into you know there's a trust issue and 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 uh, not not to get uh, too political but you know just uh with uh, some recent events that have taken place there in China um, they, they are on the cutting edge and for, for all truth. In fact, uh, U S is, uh, is, is very far behind, uh, in, in the industry, uh, not, not just the U.A.V. industry, drone industry, but, but multiple industries and, and for the U S to catch up, it's, it's going to take, you know, quite, uh, quite an investment, uh, not only financially, but, um, um, you know work wise and 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 uh you know man wise to 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 make stuff like that come about because uh right now they're they're probably I would guess 2 to 3 years ahead of us on on most uh technologies um they've been using you know an apple pay uh pay system there for you know last 3 years four years and, and you know we're just now getting comfortable with it. So they, they you know they're they're ahead and, and they know what they're doing and you're right we, we do need to look out uh but but there there are uh, entities there that definitely wanna do business with the US in a correct manner and fashion and uh, and we're on the ground there, and we're talking to some pretty influential people uh, that are that are actually interested in, in investing in our uh, company, uh, Converticopter. So it's 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 very interesting, and and it's neat and and uh, very you know a matter of fact that that we go over there and we see how hard they work and what it takes to get from conceptual design to uh, maybe a T-1 sample, um, they're, when they put their minds to it, it gets done, and it gets done quickly in an efficient manner.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's no denying that they're very industrious people, and you know, it's an older culture, and they think, I think, in a little bit longer terms than we do here in the West. Um, but, I mean, on the, on the um, let's say, the the unmanned aircraft systems, uh, part of the China thing. I mean, they're already doing drone delivery and lots of, um, in agriculture and, and whatnot. And there's many players, right? There's like, there's, there's actually uh, a ton of serious drone companies in China.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the aspect of where they are right now and what they've done and what they're doing and what they continue to do is to the point where, um, we still have a mass, you know, regulation and red tape over here. So, um, you know, in in a project that we're working on over there, we have a, a manned and an unmanned project. You know, they, they are willing to get in there, uh, you know, roll their sleeves up and and dig into it because they know that they could put this technology to work like immediately. It's not going to take years to, for, for it to come into, into the process. It, it, as soon as it's done, uh, you know, government has wrapped their arms around the technology there and obviously finances a lot and gets involved with a lot of these companies to To push this forward i mean they're they're building you know factories and provinces that that are you know being built so that they they can you know put people to work and um and and then they have the supply chain to do that so uh again their their methodology of of getting something done is is a lot different than than us over here and mm. you know I, I i I've said several times that you know silicon Valley was Silicon Valley at one time, you know, in California, where you are, uh, Patrick, but, uh, you know, they're, uh,
0: I I wouldn't even say that they're in the running
2: uh, with Shenzhen right now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I've said it uh, several years ago that Shenzhen is pretty much the uh, Silicon Valley of drones. Silicon Valley, I think, has got some issues here. You know, uh, it's interesting. I, mean, I don't want to get too political on the deal. But uh, one thing that you'll have to say is, is that their, their political system is designed in a way, or let's say run in a way, that uh, there's, there's less um, layers and things can get done. And I think that even what we're seeing in, in uh, Silicon Valley now as being called disruption is really ways to circumvent regulation to make money like Uber or whatever, you know, uh, we're not paying payroll taxes We're we're not really, we're not paying for taxi stamps and things like that. We're kind of going around. And I think that's the same thing, uh, that Uber's thinking with the air taxi and there's some other technologies, but, uh, that is a difference, um, that you have in a system with lots of regulation and one with less, but you know, that's a whole nother podcast for another time. So let's, you know, um, Let's talk about the World U A V Federation. And I know that there's there's several groups, you know, and then they're in China too, there's what is it, AVIC, um, which is a public private partnership group, their Aviation. A A V
2: S C. It's
0: it's kind of okay. a spin off from A U V S I, yeah. Uh um, well, I heard that didn't and, go too well either. I know that, you know, A U V S I is international. Um, they couldn't make it work, you know, and, english-speaking countries how did that go in china did they try and make inroads in china uh your you're, um
2: brian wind uh showed up uh,
0: about i think it was
2: almost a year and a half ago and that didn't go well at all and uh i would tell you matter of fact that uh, it doesn't look like he'll be coming back or is is, is welcome back um they, the the AUVSI here in the States um, is more of just a a, a membership, group membership uh, type application where, you know, you can put that sticker on the back of your car or put it on your drone or whatever, whatever, what have you. Where in China, I mean, they actually are doing something, you know, with these organizations. These organizations have, you know, uh, monthly, if not weekly, meetings uh, they they import people from around the world to discuss certain matters of technology uh, whether it be security surveillance search and rescue what have you with with the uh, new systems and technologies and and, and they and they they involve the governments you know local state national international governments as well so it it's something that uh, that, that it's taken a lot more seriously and I think the um, the aspect that, that came over from the U.S. was that it just wasn't a serious group and, and they really didn't have much to say. And mm-hmm. so, um, again, back to World UAV Federation, um, it is another group of, of maybe a closer-knit um, community for the top leaders uh, as far as discussionary purposes to, again, take this to these technologies and, and partner these technologies where they need to be partnered with. So China, uh, just in general, they're very, very interested in partnering with new technology, whether they've come up with it or somebody else has come up with it. They're very interested in getting involved in that. And with that comes, you know, the invitation for other countries to join them uh, in in pursuing you know opening the the range and, and of, of this industry uh, because mm-hmm. here in the states if you look at it we went from a, a flying toy you know we could you know, go up in the air and take pictures and that's great and everything and now all of a sudden people view a drone here in the states if you say drone then they think of some white thing in the air that has four rotors and, and, and four red stripes on it, and that just isn't the case, and and China no, doesn't want that to be the case, okay? There's more companies than just DJI there. There's several hundred companies there that, that have, you know, as good or better quality products than DJI, and they're pushing the envelope of technology to where DJI is kind of rested on its world, and is trying to sell all their equipment, uh, you know, a commercial, you know, entity now. And it's, it's, it's hard to take them seriously. And like you said with the news out today, you know, they're they're, they're wanting to, you know, um, get vetted, if you will, know, with any government entity here in the States. And I would tell you that they're probably willing to give most of these um, these uh Municipalities, you know, a sample, free sample, a couple free samples, so that they'll continue buying their product. But uh, as we know it, you know, that you can't sell a, do- a toy as a commercial drone. But uh, that's what they're trying to do right now.
0: Well, it's not even well, just a. Com- well, go ahead, Gene.
1: I I think I'll have to disagree with you that they'll give samples to municipalities. They have been very very selective about who they give samples to and for what purpose because we have been requesting from day one that we could probably show the best use of public safety since we're in the training game as well and have all but been ignored. And uh, I'm not quite mm. sure what that is. but uh, a- And I will say, one other thing that I will say, Craig, about the, when you say drone and what it's what's identified with, being a, from manned aviation, I can tell you right now that it's going to be a hard thing to break because people look at a small airplane up in the sky and they say, oh, it's a Cessna. Sure. And it's <laughs> it's been that way forever, and, you know, I don't think we're ever going to change that. And I think it's kind of the same way with drone at this point. It's been ingrained.
2: Well, I think right, uh, the right, other
0: right. I want to I want to get back to the sample thing because really that's more of a uh, you know, I again I think it's a mistake that the company has made here. Most of the people that are here in the United States like to pretend that they're like rock stars and they get a Twitter following and a Facebook following and people follow them around and they hint at, you know, giving them some product and the fanboys, you know, whoo. And I I will say that that is one thing that the the people that are actually doing things and who are experts in the field really don't get a lot of attention Um, because then you have someone who comes along, um, you know, Johnny come lately comes along and installs himself or tries to portray himself as an expert in certain fields. And he he can't have anybody that really knows what's going on, but that's another podcast for another time. And I don't want to get too far off the subject. So, you know, this, this federation would you uh, Craig say that it is more designed towards the actual manufacturers and their applications instead of let's say like a trade show or cocktail party yeah no it's definitely not a it's definitely not
2: uh you know a, a card sharing you know expo or cocktail party it it's it's industry experts that that are dealing with technologies and developing technologies and integrating those technologies with maybe similar technologies or, or other technologies that they can, you know, mesh together. And it's, it's all about creating a system, you know, and, and they're again leading the pack on this, you know, they want to create a system to where they can use this and, and, and get to some type of international communication for the use of, uh, of a commercial application. Um, you know, I wrote an article yesterday about, you know, the rage of, of the, the, the flying cars and investment on flying cars. And mm. you know, we here in the states, we we still haven't even got to the point where we're comfortable with uh, with drones flying in the sky. I mean, we're still, you know, worried that you know that that jetliner is going to come out of the sky and little Joey's going to fly his plane his drone into, a, you know, into a jet engine. And and let's and and let me not uh, you know disqualify that. I mean, that's definitely uh, you know uh, that's a concern. Definite, uh, Concern, but we, we still haven't got to that point yet there's hundreds of billions of dollars being poured into flying cars right now and, and the flying car aspect is is something to where you know you go back to the world UAB Federation I mean we're trying to create a an application to where unmanned or manned we're going to create you know we're you know a converticopter we're creating we've created a VTOL that's uh, we started out with a manned version first. And, and then from the manned version, we walked away from that and, and, and went back to the young man. And, you know, we're still looking to, you know, bring that into the air um, with a, the with a connectivity that will allow this, this uh, system to fly from dot to dot. So there's no variance in the flight plan. You know, there's going to be a craft that, that takes off vertically and flies horizontally, and it's going to go from point A to point B. Uh, the, the 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 imagination that these people have that they're going to be able to drive a car and then pull off the side of the road and decide to take a flight is just, you know, it's it's it, we're not even we're not even to that point. Uh, not even close. Uh, oh, you know, we think... we first have to get the autonomous cars going first. You know, so there's a lot of money here that's being spent and and wasteful money at that. So, you know, and and with wasteful money comes, um, you know, uh, you know, a problematic situation to where they dilute the industry of its real meaning. Yeah, well, I,
0: you know, it's. You're you're hitting some good points there because the thing is with the flying car, yeah, you're right. We can't even get, you know, the one kilo drone into the air everywhere and everyone's running off and, yeah, we're investing in flying cars and, you know, Airbus and Boeing and Johnny come lately and whoever else. And I agree with you. Uh, I I think the amount of money that's being poured in now is just being wasted because we're nowhere near – like we can't even get the car going in the two-dimensional – you know, they they got that bus rolling out there in, in Vegas, and it you know was in an accident within an hour. They tried to put a little lipstick right. on so the pig. Everybody, and,
2: everybody's you know. a professional in what they're doing. They know it all, but yet mm-hmm. nobody's come and done a complete turnkey solution to anything that's come in with this new technology of uh, what I'd like to move from, from drones to, to commercial UAV technology. There's mm. no turnkey application that's been accepted. And right. for for that to have been, you know, it seems like every time something like that comes into play, somebody has this grandiose idea and then they walk away from it and the VC goes straight to the, you know, the the next headline of, you know, this, yeah you know, well, that's how it works here it's you know, gonna fly in the air
0: they they go with they it's kind of funny the people that proselytize the uh let's say technology here in northern california is something like i mean i don't know five g's totally died down, and you know v r and but these guys know probably about 10% of the buzzwords about this technology that's probably really 10, 15 years from fruition. And They go out there and they talk and, and they um, proselytize and they flatter people into believing that this is the next big, big thing that's right around the corner. You know? I mean, I, I saw something yesterday. Flying cars will be here in 2020 be flying yeah flying cars around. not going to happen I, no and then the other thing that's funny about this is you know I was talking more about the standards groups you know and I don't know if you've been involved with any of the standards groups here um, ASTM RTCA whatever there's, yeah. there's not one civil aviation authority on the face of the earth as far as I know that I've been asking around that has adopted one of these standards and this is for again going back to the one kilo or even two kilo drone and we're going to have flying cars in 2020 Right. I right. mean,
2: you're still dealing with the situation right now to where, you know, we, we talk about agriculture, uh, agricultural, you know, drone use for pesticides uh, you know, or, 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 or what have you. I mean, they're, they're, you don't need a pilot's license to fly a drone over a farm because you're not even breaking the, the tree line there. So these, the, these pesticides are being sprayed at, you know, 20, 30 feet off the ground. Uh, 50 feet off the ground, and and you know the you've got the FAA scaring everybody like, well, do you have this? Do you have that? You know, and and you know that's that's an industry right here in the states that uh, that could take a foothold and they could start using it right away, and you know this this stuff can take place, but you know it's uh l- like you said there, there's so misinformation, and so much confusion, and and I think one of your best Points were was the fact that you know people you know and I hate to single out uh, S- uh, Silicon Valley but you know people love okay. to use buzzwords and and buzzwords <laughs> you know it seems like buzzwords are you know these, these you know narcotic you know that they use to get into La La Land and uh, well, you know that's
0: that seems to been the case. You gotta you know you you flatter your audience. You know, I've seen these guys in action. It's pretty good. You know, you get in a room of people together and then you make them feel like they're special or they're in the know because they're there. And they're, you know, light years ahead of everyone else because they're there listening to you speak. I mean, it's, it's like a... <laughs> It's like a Kool-Aid sunglasses thing, but anyway, that's another another story. But you know, you're hitting on the uh, agricultural thing, and people talk about, you know, we we talked about this earlier with the political, uh, let's say, impediments to getting new technology adopted. So you know, <clears throat> uh, they are using these in China for ag, but we're not really using them here in the United States to do applications because you need a Part 137. Uh, endorsement to be able to do that. You can't get that. It's, you know, with the 107, you can't do applications, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, everybody now is like, Oh, we got this pilot program coming out. You know, we're going to do five cities or four cities in and in some tribal land or whatever. Okay. Again, scale 350 million people, huge country, blah, 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 a pilot program in my mind. And it's not that hard to do. Is something where we're starting out with something to, like, feed people. We all need to eat. We're going to start that pilot program uh, in agriculture. And just like you right. said, we're going to be in, uh, out there in the farmland. We're going to be at really low altitudes. It's a total mission. We're not out there horsing around. This is, And that's the thing that really gets missed with, um, I, I think, some of our advocacy here is most of the people that are interfacing with the FAA have no idea. They've never even – So many of these people are like experts, and they've never been out in the field applying the technology, making a living, running a business, or whatever else. When I'm going to go out and fly, and I'm going to fly for an agricultural or whatever else where somebody's paying me for time or job, the idea, get in the air, get the job done, land, and get out. So that's a pilot program that makes sense.
2: well, to take that a step further, though, and think about, you know, you've got a company out there like Measure, and, and they're, you know, they're selling franchises, you know, for, for, for pilots, uh, you know, to, to be able to fly these drones. And, you know, for what Gene does, you know, you need a pilot to fly these drones. You need a pilot to take action to be able to assess certain situations that come up and arise. Uh, you know, especially with search and rescue or disaster relief. You know, you need that. Now, as far as farming goes, you know, you've got companies like Measure that, that are hiring pilots, that, that, that are buying franchises that say, oh, we're, you know, we're going to do this and, and we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to fly for you and, and uh, you know, the, you're, no, it'll be a hands-off approach for you. You just tell us where to be and when to be there and we'll get the job done. And little do they realize that, you know, for a farm, uh, you know, the acreage is the acreage. So when, when you initially get there, it, what, what's going to happen uh, very soon is that these farmers, they're not going to be touching anything. The only thing that they'll have to do is fill the pesticide container or fill the application container. And that, that UAV is going to run its mission autonomously. It's going to run it and it's going to land and it's going to be done. The farmer will never have to do anything. So, you know, there's 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 situations out there that, you know, again, you know, you say the fact that China has been doing, you know, using uh, drones for for pesticides and spraying agriculture. They've been doing that for forty years. Um, you know, with with gas powered helicopters. And so, you know, the fact that we're not doing that here in the states, and we're getting regulated to the point where it's just scares that, that, uh, in, you know, investment away, it's, it's, um, you know, again, it's, it's diluting the whole industry. It dilutes the purpose of the industry. And the purpose of the industry is, as I always say, you know, we the UAVs are here to remove human risk and, and save human lives and, and you money. know, you know, and, and save money, and and you know, for that, you know, farmer not to have to pay that crop duster to go up in the air, and you know, when's last time it you know that had a wrench turned on it or or whatnot? You know, those those guys aren't flying up; they're not playing, doing a flight plan with a, a control tower anywhere near. Those guys get up in the sky, and they're flying right, you know, above or right below the tree line, and they're hitting that acreage, and they're landing, and they're done. And right. so well, that's,
0: you know, that's we, the we have difference lots of
2: opportunities here that we're missing.
0: Right. Well, and that's the difference between a, let's say, a joyride mission where I'm getting selfies of me and my friends, you know, riding our bikes or whatever. Uh, when you're doing it for business, you know, you, you don't want to risk your equipment from more than you're getting paid for. So whole whole different kettle of fish. Um, you know, the one other thing I want to do, because we did run a little bit long, but interesting conversation as always. Um you know do you do you, uh have a website for this uh, world u a v federation or somewhere where folks can go and learn more about what you're up to you know it's 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 brand new uh it
2: was just we had just inducted i mean i was one out of five people out of uh thirty countries that were there um uh, that were um you know uh, inducted with a letter of appointment uh, to the federation, and they're being very very careful on what they're doing. so they are actually in the process of development of of a a website if you will um, and 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 more information on that so that different technology groups can get together. but mm-hmm. in the meantime, I will be posting uh, a lot of that information on uh, dronemedia.com as well as converticopter.com. So I will have mm-hmm. information posted on that. But they've assured me, and, and I've been, you know, just got a call uh, last night that uh, that I'll be back there in another two weeks. So um, for, for another round of, of meetings with uh, some people from uh, Russia as well as uh, India, and Nepal and a couple of different other countries there. And uh, you're, you're, t- you're talking about some of these countries that, you know, they, they want this technology and want use of this technology as soon as possible. Um, it's, you know, they can't get it soon enough.
0: It's a game changer. Well, uh, Gene, did you have anything in closing? I know Gene's on mute to say this, but Gene.
1: No, no, no I'm, I'm good. I have an assistant here that helps me, and it's working out great. Uh, no, I, I think that's all very interesting And, uh, you know, Craig As always, you know, you've got uh, Some interesting views on stuff and, and looking forward to seeing what you're doing With this, this world UAV consortium We'll look forward to
2: it I I appreciate that, Gene, I really do Keep on doing this fine job you're doing
0: Alright, well And and I think that's going to do it for this episode. So, Craig, uh, thanks for coming on, and Gene, and uh, we'll see everyone soon. Thanks,
1: everybody. Thanks, Patrick. Take care, guys. Okay.